Welcome back, everybody. This is SOS here. And this is Sly Elsewhere. And you have returned to The, the Apocalypse, Apocalypse Bros. And we are back in our bunker where we usually are because we are afraid to leave home and social distancing is still a thing. And I have a feeling we're probably about to find out why we're afraid to leave home. Yeah, that's true. Today we're going to have an extra special guest. A special. Extra especial. It's like asbestos. We are bilingual. Especial. It's a special guest. I, I better stop with that before <laughs> I say something <laughs> offensive or just... I'm already offended. I was going to say just the accent alone the is probably accent, pretty yeah. offensive. So. You want to hear bad accents? We got bad accents. We got bad accents. We're not good. It's terrible. And like I was saying, we're going to have a special guest on today that's going to tell us a little bit about the freaky creatures out there in the post-coronapocalyptic world. And they are freaky. She has some real scary stuff to throw your way, and you are going to want to hear it because they are out there. And if you, I mean, the whole purpose of our, poc- or our podcast is to help you survive. And this is how we're going to help you survive by telling you about what it is that you need to survive against. Exactly. And it's terrifying. But first, before we get into that, we're going to go into the news. We're going to talk about some headlines. News and headlines. Sly, what's our first headline? First First headline, the news. What's going on today? Tommy Wissaw. I think it's Wysaw. Wysaw. Wax on, wax off. Tommy Wax off. Tommy Wysaw has begun filming a sequel to his cult classic, The Room, simply titled... The Room 2. Are they going to be like in a smaller box? They might be. A smaller room, a smaller apartment Right. Room. It's like going to be extra small. That's right. Like, but with more characters. Were you scared of the first room? Be prepared to be scared of the second room. Smaller. Harder. <laughs> slower. How did, how did they make it hard? Everything is extra hard cement. So what's the premise of this movie? So uh, the premise of the movie is it portrays a seemingly happy married couple stuck in their apartment room together during the early events of the Corona apocalypse. You know what's funny is I should have just read this and then said, hey, this is what the room two is about. It's oh, yeah, talking that's about, right. It's what about. Yeah, we're sitting here. Like, I still like mine better. Yeah, you know, and this is how movies are created anyways. Like exactly. So with, room three, well, if it is our idea, I want a that's chunk right. of that uh, apocalypse change. So it's a yeah, it's about a seemingly seemingly keyword happily married couple stuck in their apartment room together during the early events of the Corona apocalypse while everyone was under quarantine. The couple becomes more and more frustrated and even disgusted with each other, and the situation escalates. Make sure you check out this big hit to be in some form or fashion once it's finished. Yeah, that's true, because movie theaters really don't exist anymore. What yeah. are they even making this movie for? Like, what's the format it's going to go to? Uh, you know, I've heard someone wanted to put on 8-track for audiobook, oh, okay. uh, audio movie type style. Um, you know, 8-tracks are one of the more durable ones. Unfortunately, uh, they got replaced by the wonderful cassette tapes, mm. uh, which then moved into CDs and the MP3s, and everything now is, you know, streaming. Well, it was until the apocalypse shut down everything. Now we've gone uh, backwards. Right, we've gone backwards. So the eight track uh, that no one wanted to believe was going to be the 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 number one platform for all things entertainment is really that. So I've heard they're doing stuff with that, making audio movies in, in that way. Um, it's tough if you have a very visual movie, which this sounds like. You know, it's it's a room, very visual. Yep. Um. So you know they could be doing that. They also could be doing it where they're showing it in some sort of old form projection onto some sort of linen. Uh, make sure you have a really dark room and a really light linen uh, so you're able to see it. So um, I wonder if they'll make this like a traveling show. So Tommy I is hope so. probably going to bring this, Mr. Weissaw is probably going to bring this across the nation. Yeah, you know, if it's like any other Corona show and they're doing anything live like that, uh, the interesting thing is, for those of you new to Corona live shows, is that they don't actually have a cast on hand. So they pretty much walk into the town they're going to be in. They grab people that they think fit the parts, and they just give them the script and uh, hope for the best in next week. So it is always a new show, really. That's pretty much exactly what high school theater class was That's, like for me. Well, that sounds about right. Yeah. You know? Next headline. This one's mine. Uh, I don't know if you got a chance to read this one yet. I don't know if, uh, if Anthony slid it your way, but uh, I'm really excited about this because a new faction, you know, we talked about gangs not too long ago right. and the factions and stuff. A new gang... Um, has actually ridden up, risen up from the sands of the wasteland. Now, this group is located... Now, is oh. this, is this uh, 
because of our podcast, possibly. It might be, That actually. it's really, you know, spurred on yeah. a movement to, to create new factions, possibly, no, that, maybe? No, that totally would make sense, because we did give them a lot of ideas, and we, we gave them a lot of, uh, like, kind of concepts on how to really brand them. Exactly. So I, I bet they figured, you know what, if, if the other ones aren't going to take it, why don't we just take it and, and run with it? Yeah. Run so a gang with it. I'm going to mark down... As as our marketing person, I'm gonna mark down that these guys were listeners. Well. That's that's what I'm going for. I think that's a fair fair fact. They so, should really name it after us. I feel like they should, but I kind of really like the name they did come up with. Oh, I want to get to that. I am interested to hear it. Yeah, no, absolutely. So now this group is located out of South Carolina, pretty explicitly. Right. Um, okay. And their leader refers to himself by the intimidating nickname Bones, and the reason he does this is because he has he wears a, a kind of a suit of armor that he is handmade. Uh, from the bones of his enemies. Oh my goodness, bone armor. Yeah, basically. It's uh, supposedly pretty strong. Yeah. Granted, these enemies include more than just people. It could also be beasts, animals. Sure. Which, again, we're going to get into here later. Of course. Um, now, this group seems to have a real passion and kind of an interesting eyes. They are focused on arts, anything arts. So they, they often raid museums and galleries for everything from valuable paintings to sculptures and statues, things like that. You know, they so, say a culture can be reflected by its arts. That's true. It's true. And these guys steal arts, which thus means, I guess, they kind of steal culture. Wow. In a that's way. That's deep and dark. It kind of does sound a little dark. That's more terrifying than getting our, our actual, like, goods stolen. Yeah. Yeah, it is a little bit weird. So, yeah. So you've wow. got South Carolina crew. They are a uh, gang stealing art. Leader's name is Bones. This group, they have titled themselves the Carolina Bones and the Raiders of the Lost Art. Wow. It's a long title. It is a lot long title. Sounds I do weirdly like it, familiar. I don't know why. It does. Lost Art. Raiders. Carolina Bones of the and the art. Raiders of the Lost Art. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I'm hearing something there, but I can't think yeah, of it. Yeah, I can't. I can't quite, can't quite grab onto it. It seems like something of the ancients, maybe. Yeah. Read something in an archaeological book one time about it. but Something pre-apocalypse, probably. Guess if it, if it really... I have, You know, if any of our listeners out there can think of it, just go ahead and hit us up and let us know so we can... Because yeah. it's, you know, it's, it's like that... It's like when you you know you know the name of somebody and it's just stuck on your tongue and you just can't say it. It's like is it Melissa, is it McCarthy, is it Mariah? You know what is it? And then you're like, oh yeah, it was Susan. It was Susan. You know, you was it was so close and you know you just couldn't quite put old it. Forty year old Susan. It was forty year old Susan. Gosh. You no, know, I've heard she's aged since then. I I'm sure she has. As long as she's within the forties range, she's still forty year old Susan. If you have no idea what we're talking about, that's okay. <laughs> it's just a survivor we know here in town. A survivor or something more? Find out next time or not on the Apocalypse Bros. <laughs> and then no, we cut the music. That's yeah. what we're going to do okay. right now. We're cutting the music. No. Music cut. <laughs> Actually, Listen. we are, are going to jump over to our guest star. We're going to get her on the phone. Jump. So stay jump. seated in your chair because you're going to want to hear everything that this next guest star that we're about to have has to say or or possibly get up and stretch first and then sit back down yeah that would be fine blood flow is is important take take a moment to do that if you need to make sure you stay limber once you sit down and we start getting into this this guest star and what she has to say you are going to want to stay in the air and if your muscles are too tight you better say good night yeah, I don't know if there's was I supposed to finish that. Oh no, I. Oh okay, that no, was that yeah. was okay. It felt like like it could almost throw another verse. Well, it was like almost like a poem. If you got another one, I, I mean, it's not like it's a haiku because those are dumb and don't make sense. But what was it like seven eleven seven or something? It's like five nine five or five seven five seven five Some numbers. Five, I think it's like five seven five. syllables. Yeah, it's syllables. I think it's yeah. five seven five. That sounds right. Mm-hmm. So. Get stretched and sit back and relax because we're bringing another guest star your way and it is going to be something else right here on The The Apocalypse Apocalypse Bros. All right, everybody. And we are back with The Apocalypse Brodos podcast. And today... Did you just say Brodos? I said The Apocalypse Brodos podcast. Oh, yeah. Our Apocalypse Brodos podcast. Yes, we're here with The Apocalypse Brodos podcast. And we are about to interview a very interesting guest. She is a local conservation and field studies expert. So she is actually out there in the field at this very moment studying the estranged creatures. Is that the right way to use that word? Estranged? estranged? Well, that, estranged is like when you have a family member that you yeah. really don't talk to anymore. That's estranged. Yeah, we don't really hang out with so, these animals. It's true. Works, but right? did we ever, though? So are they estranged if we never hung out with them? We hang out with them. They might Anthony. just be estranged. It's true. He is estranged. He is. But unfortunately not enough because he's, he's here with us. He's not estranged enough. 
he is also rabid, which actually, ironically, <laughs> is the, the name, shots. the the name of our guest, which is Rabid mm. Rachel. And again, she is the local conservation and field studies expert here to talk to us a little bit about the creatures of the post-apocalypse. Whoop, whoop. Rachel, are you there? I am here. Hello. Hello. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. We So, I mean, honestly, when it comes down to it, the only creature that Sly and I really hang out with is is Anthony. It's and true. he's just a, I wouldn't say he's a regular raccoon. He is definitely different. But we don't know much about what is going on out in the world that has to do with these, you know, creatures and such. And I know there is a ton out there. So, yeah. I mean, in, I mean. Rack, Anthony actually has some friends, but he doesn't really tell us about them very much. No. So um, we ask him, and he says, no, those are kind of my friends. Uh, he tries to keep it close to the chest or the vest or the raccoon chest vest. They got so, kind of like a... Yeah. 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 Well, and I can actually explain that behavior. Sure. Oh. Yes. So one of the creatures that I am going to be talking to you about today are of... Anthony species. Oh, okay. And uh, listen up, Anthony. Yes, so listen up. He's probably <laughs> going to try and find me and take me out after giving away this secret. But it's oh, okay. I be we move around a lot. <laughs> yeah, we move around a lot. So um, you know, we're fairly safe. Awesome. Sort of. Now, I who, mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff going on out here, guys. But you know, the, we try. I, we try. I, the good news is, I think you're. I don't think you're doing anything. The sanitation union. Um, is disapproving of too much because I think otherwise you would have come up on a radar before. Mm-hmm. So I think you're pr- probably safe as long as you stay within the bounds of sanitation union, uh, likability. Well, Oh, we'll see about that. I've got some pretty interesting creatures that they may not want people to know about, but the people deserve to know. I agree. Cause it's wild out here. That's fair. That's okay? fair. Wild. That's fair. Okay, so to start off, obviously we know that coronavirus has affected animals, of but course. not necessarily in the way we would think, you know. Coronavirus in humans has caused the Rona roamer or the coronavirus was is it the corpses? corpses? Right, the corona okay. corpses. It's yeah, okay. Sorry. It's, it's okay. The radio cuts in and out. No, oh. no, that's okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I kind of got voted out on that one anyways. I think most people prefer the Rona Romers. And, you know, I'll get over okay. it. That's okay. It's okay. I'm sorry. Ed, no, but, no, that's know, fine. Tried. I tried. Okay. <laughs> so the unfortunate thing about the coronavirus affecting animals, um, firstly and worstly, as mm. I like to say. Ah, yes. Basically, everything has gotten bigger. Uh-oh. And everything has gotten meaner. Well, that's definitely not secondly, good. Secondly, <laughs> definitely not good. That explains Anthony. Uh, this is why secondly, we live in waste. Right. <laughs> yes. Yeah, not a lot out here. Um, well, we hope not. Well, but I'm still uncovering different different creatures. So, Our bunker is built you know. well. We had Anthony test. Anthony can't even scurry out any holes anymore. That's right. Yeah, so he that's actually the only reason he learned how to use the door handle. That's right. To get in and out, so... He still doesn't know the passcode because well, that would be dangerous. Mm-hmm. Let's hope he doesn't figure it out. That's well, right. I mean, that's why we have to lock our secret stash of food and stuff because, you know, Anthony. He's always be, getting into it. Yeah, he, he doesn't know the code and somehow his stuff still goes missing. And, you know, SOS says it's not him, but. <laughs> it's not me, I swear. I mean. F- fingers crossed. I uh-huh. feel like there should be an interrogation between the two. For another that time. That'd be a heck of an episode. Right that there. would be a heck of an episode. <laughs> We really need to get really need to get Anthony on here. I think we'll have to have an interpreter probably. You could for do him, good cop, do you, bad cop. We and could. Anthony would totally be the bad. Do you do you speak raccoon because we may need an interpreter? <laughs> yeah. That's fine. Okay. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> uh, just get ready for your callback. Okay, I will. I will be prepared. Wow. All right. So, on the topic of Anthony, here's the deal. They are. He may not want you to know that, they're, but that's not what they are anymore. They're not, they're raccoons. not raccoons. These okay. mutations I'm watching you, have now turned these raccoons into kleptocoons. Kleptocoons. Clef- like klepto as in like... Kleptomaniac? As in dealing stuff. Oh my goodness. Oh yeah. Dun, dun. Okay. Forget the cute trash panda uh-huh. that everybody loves and knows. Okay. These little mass crusaders have evolved to true robbery. 
Oh, my wow. gosh. All right. Yeah. So mutation has made them smart, as you guys know. I mean, you've got Anthony working for you. He's one of the few good ones. Well, let's okay. hope so. But, uh, <laughs> if that's good, I don't want to see so bad. Far. Yeah, right? And you're sitting here telling so... me that I might be the one stealing the snacks, and then our expert is straight up telling you hey, these raccoons are built for l- theft. Listen, I'm just saying I'm not sure he's smart enough to use and enter the code, all right? That's all I'm saying. She says they're mutating, All right. Man. Fine. Whatever. <laughs> So not only are they uh, mutating to the point of having extreme intelligence, um, they have figured out how to rob the bank, which means that they are now hoarding toilet paper. Hmm. Well, that that explains that new new horse and buggy that Anthony bought last week. That's true. At least it's not stolen. I mean, the money was. He's got a guy that drives him around, too. He does. He, like, pays that guy. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Blows me away. It's amazing. The apocalypse, what a world. I feel like we down devolved. I don't know how you term that. Right. And, and then all the animals are getting smarter. This is ridiculous. Yeah, not good. Yeah. Stay at home, folks. Yeah. This is this is a stay at home. Stay order. at home. Stay at, stay at home. home is smarter, yes. Stay six I am the who. From the animals. <laughs> well, with the uh, with the intelligence increase that they have begun to show, um, not only are they beginning to rob places and collect toilet paper, they have uh, become mob-like in oh. their uh, family gatherings and how they live, which is why Anthony does not like to talk about his oh. friends and his family. Oh, mm-hmm. makes sense. That checks oh, out. That's kind of sad. Yeah, it's sad. But it's he doesn't reality. want to get pulled back oh. in. He just got out. He doesn't want them to <laughs> pull him back in. Every time he gets out. That might out. be it. His family. <laughs> Absolutely. That that is for Anthony. I'm I'm sorry. I may have sold you out just now, but like I say, the people people deserve to know. That's okay. we know his secret so, now. We know we know Anthony's not his birth name anyway, so I think it's a secret identity still safe. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go like just to get back at him every now and then. I'm gonna go get like a few magazines of like wildlife. I'm gonna cut out pictures of of raccoons and then i'm gonna get a picture of anthony and cut that out put it in like a family photo and wave it in his face like a i like jerk sometimes i like that idea yeah it's good yeah. listen to anthony that'll be perfect yeah every time he's Do you want to be like your first cousin yeah exactly That's yeah right. <laughs> earthquake sorry so those are the klepto coons okay, okay they're not the most dangerous but they're definitely a nuisance that's right, and they'll steal your food supplies. They'll steal your toilet paper supplies. Now, are you? Is this a ranking system where you're going from least dangerous to most dangerous? For the most part, yes. I definitely did leave the worst for last. Awesome. Um, uh, there is a uh, honorable mention in here too of Ooh. a very nonviolent creature, but there uh-huh. have been more sightings of them. Sure. So, but for the most part, yes, awesome. least dangerous up to most dangerous. Perfect. And that's just like a it. sampling of what's out there. Mm. There's going to be, there's all kinds of things that we haven't even seen yet. Wow. Take, take all the undiscovered stuff that was already in the world and then just like multiply it because we're in the wasteland. Yes. For goodness sakes. Wow. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Yep. That makes sense. All so, right. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's, things always get worse in oh, post-apocalyptic yeah. times. I mean, what can I say? Yeah, no, definitely. So what's a, what's a step worse in the worst direction uh, to to the klepto? Klepto? How do you say it? Klepto. Klepto? Klepto. Klepto. C-L-E-P-T-O. Okay, got it. I'm guessing it was like kleptomaniac. I don't yeah, know if yeah. it's got that cool apocalypse one where it's like K for because yeah. it's so savage and cool. Yeah. Rebellious K. That's right. I, I, Yep, and it is. It's spelled with K. It's like back in the... uh, And then Coons also has a K. It's like back in the ancient times when you ever build your your MySpace page, anything that had a K sound to it had to be K. That's a K. That's how you knew you were bad. (laughs) Yep. Well, we're just trying to give a little nostalgia to the masses, and Mm -hmm. and, you know, maybe that'll give them a little hope. Yeah, definitely. But... Now, these names that I am listing, I had a huge help from my field study uh, partner, uh, Clint Buckkiss. He is uh, currently with me, but um, studying a group of creatures that I am about to talk about, so he is unable to talk. Sure, but he's I did focused. want to let you know that I've got a lot of help out here. Um, can't do it alone. Can't gotta love it. a good butt kiss. Yeah, that's right. You well, do. We, we appreciate it. Nothing's yeah, we appreciate better than a good butt kiss. 
we appreciate uh, all the assistance from, from Clint and a lot of love from the fans, from the audience here, for, for Clint, for getting a lot of this research together alongside Rachel. Clint! Clint! He's a, he's a true G. Mm-hmm. He is, he is true G. <laughs> now, the group of preachers that Clint is currently um, studying and trying to uh, stay safe while doing so mm-hmm. are the narcotics. I'll narcatics. say that again. The narcotics. Okay. 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 So take your domestic cat. Okay. That sweet little innocent boots that you used to have running around in your house. Absolutely. Okay. Throw the ball of yarn. Throw it outside. It. Throw it outside. Get rid of it. It's out of here. Throw it outside. I don't want it anymore. See you, Simon. It's... You're out. I had a cat named right. Simon. Well, see. So. Who doesn't? Yeah. All right. Yeah, I guess so. Well, Simon probably wants you dead now. Oh, okay. he is dead now. That's, uh... <laughs> but, but we got from, to him first. From the grave. For everybody. From the grave, he wants me dead. From the grave, well. Because he's from raising the grave. something it's much the, darker. It's the apocalypse. Anything could happen. <laughs> he has. Yes. Well, these narcotics hmm. um, have a hive mentality, okay? Oh, no. And it's... Yes. So it started uh, most prevalent in stray cats that we saw that began to gather in larger and larger groups over time. Mm-hmm. And uh, with this kind of hive mentality, they communicate with pheromones. Oh. oh. Like bees. Much like bees. Do they exactly. just like pee all over the place then? Yes, exactly. And that is yeah. why my cat pee hmm. smells so bad. Oh, that was the first sense. time. Of the mutation. That's why we had to throw out all those pills last month. That's right. Yes. They were trying to call for aid for more narcotics. Oh my gosh. Damn. Anthony, I'm, I'm you're on lookout. But it gets worse. We're putting Anthony on lookout. I wonder if I'm also allergic to these to these uh, uh, urine nar- sprays. Nar- narcotics. Yeah, whatever they do. Because I'm allergic to bees. I imagine. If they're like cats that spray like in order to attract uh, the other uh, sex during mating season. I'm, I, I'm assuming that's the same way they do pheromone. I, mean, I could be wrong. I'm not the narcotic expert. That would be Clinton Rabbit over there. That's true. Well, the pheromones are mostly now anyway with, with the mutation to communicate where they have found possible prey. Mm. Um, these animals do not go out alone. They are constantly within a group. So... As far as finding a mate, it's uh, pretty easy. You can look to your left or your right. Sure. You've always got an option. That makes you sense. Know? So they still, they still look for now, mates. They don't have, like, a queen that, like, births more of these narcotics over time. It's just, like, it's, they're still, like, mammal-like creatures. They just have this, like, mental connection. Yes, exactly. Got it. Which is actually scarier because that means even more of them are procreating at once. Very true. Instead that of makes just sense. one. Very true. It gets very scary. Um, another kind of terrifying mutation that these cats have developed are these narcotics. Mm-hmm. Uh, they now have two tails, which oh. are prehensile, Ooh. meaning that they can grab things very easily. Like, and so what these, what these narcotics do is they roam the streets in their in their group. Um, one tail they use to spray and then smear it everywhere to kind of direct the group. Yeah. And the other one is to snatch up any prey that they can get a hold of. I just have this image in my mind that they're like these giant arrows and they light up like neon when you put a, like a black light or some sort of light over them. <laughs> I, you know, I haven't tested it, but that possibly, uh, you know, might have that same effect. Yeah, if, that's if, the if next stage. Right, yeah, I feel like we have to have to get that figured out and you have to get back to us on that because that is interesting. It is interesting. Um, these cats or these narcotics are mostly found in cities and subdivisions, which makes sense yeah. because mm-hmm. it's developed from domestics. Typical, um, typical. They'll snatch anything. They'll get a hold of anything they can. They'll snatch kids. They'll snatch wives, so... 
hide your kids. I was just going to say, we need to hide our kids and hide our wives. (laughs) That's right. It was a prophecy meant to be fulfilled. It was, it was. We just didn't know it would be by the cats. He said it years and years ahead of his time. We just made fun of him by posting weird videos on what's called YouTube, kids. And and look how stupid we are now. Exactly. He was trying to warn all of us. That makes sense. And here we are. Man. The fools we are. Fools, fools, fools. <laughs> Narcotics. But Narc- we can addicts. learn. That's we right. That's learn. true. And that's why you're here to tell us about these creatures so we know when we're out there that if we see a two-tailed cat, get out of there. Now, exactly. Well, and the worst part, the worst part, the reason they're called narcotics is because the spray that they have is, um, it's like a drug. Mm-hmm. It makes you if if it sprays you it not necessarily knocks you unconscious but it puts you in a drugged trance-like state so you can't get away from them exactly and that is why it gets so dangerous because if you inhale any of it you're stuck and you're theirs for the taking my gosh i feel like i feel like if the movie cats would have been more like narc cats I think that would have been a lot better. Might have actually got more than like a 1% rating. Yeah, yeah. This is like a weird mix between the Cats movie and the Birds. Because yeah. it's like the creepy True. apocalypse killing people yeah. aspect. And exactly. Cats. I'm telling you. Now, Mother Nature took terrible films and put them together. Mother Nature's been watching so what true. we've been putting out there and said, okay, let me show you what this will look like. How about like a Mary Poppins film where a nice nanny flies in and washes everything everybody. down with sugar and takes us into... Some you know fox hunts and stuff. How about she something can like fit that? Fit everything in her bag. Exactly. Jeez, Mother Nature. What we could doing? put her bunker in a bag and pull it out. It's like a that, go that'd bag. Be cool. Like Ant Man versus Wasp. You know, you put your pull your bunker, you shrink it, you pull it. You know? Or like Dungeons and Dragons with the bag of holding. D and D bag of holding. That's the right. bag of holding. Oh. Now, one question about narcotics. Now, are they more dangerous than the kleptocoons because they? are a pack animal? Yes. So because they hunt in packs and because they actively search out prey and do not discriminate towards human prey, whereas the kleptocoons are more interested in what you have to steal. True. They don't care about killing or eating you. Makes sense. It's it's more beneficial to them to to keep us alive so we can keep, you know, producing products that they can come steal from us because they don't want to do the work of producing. Right. Or skimming off the top of your profits from a popular podcast show. That's right. <clears throat> Anthony. <laughs> Watch that, Anthony. I know, I know. I feel like we do not, we got to like babysit this thing. It's lockdown. Like Put him on lockdown. Very intelligent and theft-oriented child. Which is... Wait, did you say put him down? Most child. No, put him on lockdown. Oh. My goodness. We need a producer. Like we need a producer. Can't put him down. I mean, we like Anthony. We wouldn't have him. No. Listen, Anthony knows how to make a good cup of joe. He probably comes from living with the mob. That's true. And he seems fairly trustworthy. I would just keep an eye on him, but I yeah. wouldn't say he's a bad guy. Uh, he's not bad so far. Frustrating. Yeah. Frustrating. Well, yes. <laughs> I mean, most producers are. Okay. Am I right? That's right. Oh, oh. So yeah. Got, oh, that's fair. That's, that's podcasting. That's, fair. that's a creature in and of itself. Probably yeah, it is. producers. Mm-hmm. So we've got kleptocoons. <laughs> we've got narcotics. What's next what on your list? What could possibly be next? Right. Are you ready for this? I'm on the edge of my seat. The I'm first sitting time. The first time me and Clint Butkus ran across this creature, I may have peed uh, just a little bit. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. Okay. So, we've got the Hulk Otter. The Hulk Otter? The Hulk Otter. Now, I like otters. The Hulk Otter. But I'm, I'm, I'm nervous. Well, don't we all? Right? Aren't otters nice and sweet? And they, they, like, you throw a ball and they play with it and then they, like, eat fish and stuff? And clams. And clams. Sure. Clams. Yeah, that was, uh... Give me your clams. That's exactly what they were like uh, pre-corona virus. Mm. Okay, okay. Dun, dun. So what are we stuck with now? Uh, now we're stuck with a creature that, uh, unfortunately, basically, any of these that hunt don't discriminate. They'll eat you. They'll oh. eat anything they can get a hold of, including the Hulk otter. Okay? <laughs> the worst thing about these creatures 
is they change size to match the prey that they're hunting That's to terrifying. always give them the advantage. Oh my god. That's gosh. terrifying. What what kind of limits does this have? Like how small, how large like have they been known to to get? Well, from my personal observations, I have seen them get as small as a field mouse. Mm-hmm. I have also seen them get larger than a Kodiak bear located mm. in Alaska. Oh, goodness. So I haven't seen a, a maximum, and I really don't feel like testing that. No, absolutely um, not. No, I don't blame you. That's a scary field test. Sure. Now, are they? Do they still stick pretty primarily to their to their natural habitat with like water? Is that kind of their focus? They do love the water. Okay. They still love the water, and here's why: they're obviously good swimmers. But the other mutation that they have developed, besides change in size, is in the water. Their fur now becomes transparent, and they and spiked. So they can. So whatever like they swim around. They're invisible. Fantastic. But in the they're water. also in the water. Wonderful. So now we have this. And they've got. This, we have this <laughs> carnivorous otter that can change size into whatever it is hunting and also um, goes camouflage. That's that's mm-hmm. perfect. That's I'm never, ever going towards a body of water ever again. Ever. It is risky, especially with the spikes that their fur, uh, you know, poke out in the water. Um, and the reason for that is so they can just casually swim around and just stab whatever they swim by. Oh, good. For so a little snappy snack. Don't think that you can you can get around the water in your little life raft, yeah. your inflatable raft, because it's going to get, it's just going to do Absolutely not. It's pop, not going to happen. Pop, right. pop, pop. Now, the one weakness that they have is they're so non-discriminant about prey that they'll even eat each other. Ah. So maybe we'll get lucky. And they'll just go extinct, essentially. Maybe. Hope for some hungry mating parties, and then males and females all just eat each other. That's right. GG. Thank goodness. Right. I guess that is a pretty good defense when it just kind of kills themselves. That must be what doesn't doesn't put them towards the top of the list, because otherwise, I mean, I don't know what... What weaknesses they really have. I mean, I'm kind of scared, though, to see the top of the list, knowing what this is capable <laughs> right? of. My goodness. Top That's, of the yeah. list? I mean... I'm scared. Yeah. Now, mind you, I'm just one conservationist putting together data with what I've discovered in just this specific area of the world. Sure. So if we need to rearrange things, this is obviously subjective to peer review. Sure. Gotcha. Gotcha. So feedback is always appreciated in the scientific field, especially since it doesn't really exist anymore. That's true. You are the scientific field at this point, almost. Me and Clint trying to make it happen. That's right. I'm leaving you guys. We appreciate what all you're doing. That's for sure. Yeah. Otherwise all of us would just be going around getting eaten by things. Yeah. Oh, look, a cute little otter. And then it eats you. Chomp. What a shame. Suddenly grows. What a way to go. Now I have heard you guys talk in the past about, uh, the wolves. Mm. Um, Yes. I haven't noticed much change in the wolves besides the fact that it seems like the sanitation union uses them to help guard their, their place of business, if I remember correctly. Well, yeah. Yeah, I think I think the sanitation union must have, like, captured a large quantity of them and just kind of maintained them from mutation, I guess. Right. I don't know if that's a thing, but I'm assuming that's what they did. Okay. That's why you don't see a lot of change. That would make sense. I don't know. I'm throwing theories here. That's all we got. And I've got so no scientific background to back <laughs> right. it up. So there's one creature that we don't have to worry about. We just, you know, they're naturally deadly, and at least there's nothing extra. Oh, good. good. Perfect. If that is any comfort. Pack of wolves. Oh, that's just a pack of wolves. No big deal. Yeah, no big deal. It's not like it's a pack of narcotics, okay? Hulk otters. Yeah, no big deal. It's fine. Well, again, to give a little bit of optimism, I rarely have ever seen Hulk otters travel in packs. They seem to be... A little bit of a loner, which makes sense considering they don't want to get eaten by their own species. That's true. So, that makes sense. Now, I wa- maybe I would, we'd have a chance. One on- I would, yeah, one I on would one. question, you know, if a Hulk otter saw another Hulk otter, what size would they turn into in order to have the advantage? The size of, of that Hulk otter? Like, it'd and just then be a one-up and a one-up. Now, that's what I'm wondering. Yeah, would they eventually just explode? So, 
if I'm a Hulk Otter, I see another bigger Hulk Otter. I transform into him, and then he transforms into my bigger, like slightly with, bigger. Why would it be slightly? Would you just continuously slightly bigger for like a millennium? And that then would definitely be a good you way. Just have to find two Godzilla Hulk Otters fighting each other. The maximum possible right. size. Of I mean, because their atoms might change, but eventually the atoms would have to have some sort you of. Only have so much mass you could reach. Right. Yeah. I would. I would assume the atoms would just become so unstable they might just explode. We'll have to get a physicist and that is a very, that is an extremely strong theory. Mm-hmm. Um, if I, if if I or somebody ever witnesses an on land battle between otters, Hulk otters, mm-hmm. that would be very fascinating to find out. The only reason that I even know that they will eat each other is I I happen to study them. Uh, in the water once, I, I saw two go into the water, one was chasing the other, and then as we know, they mm-hmm. become invisible. Right. No, in the water no. and all i saw after that was blood, blood coming up to the top of the the water and then once the air hit pieces of it you could see just just shredded pieces floating down the river hmm. two went in one came Hello. out two went in one came out yeah it's like the thunderdome so that would be interesting to find out <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Thunderdome. <laughs> Maybe we'd have more of a chance in the Thunderdome. I mean, let's it's be honest. Awesome. I feel like it. All so, right. So what's 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 what? Uh, we're going up the ladder. We're what's, moving from the. What's more terrifying otter? than the Hulk otter than the invisible, spiky, transforming creature that eats whatever it sees? <laughs> Well, next up, we've got the uh, Velocirabbit. The Velocirabbit. I mean, rabbit. I mean, even a, a Velocirabbit. I couldn't see a rabbit being that scary. Yeah, you, you you wouldn't think so. They they do appear a little unassuming. Um, they really do have these super cute, oversized ears, and they kept their fuzzy fur. Um, they've gotten a little taller. They're about ten inches high. Okay. So they they look pretty harmless uh the problem is they are extremely territorial now okay and if you get any yes if you get anywhere near them they will start to run you down oh the reason they're so dangerous is they actually travel in packs of no less than 30 and i've seen them as large as 50 that's terrifying so that thing could take definitely take out a a a Hulk otter because it would be Hulk otter transform into the size of one of them, but then the whole pack of them would just be able to surround him and true. take him out. I feel like, huh? That's a good point. Yep, exactly. Well, and they're they're extremely quick. They can run up to forty miles an hour. That's and oh. they have a venomous bite. Oh, faster than uh, Anthony. So yes, faster than Anthony, faster than the Hulk otter, and Probably they will paralyze you <laughs> so with their bit. bite. Paralyzing. It's a paralyzing poison. Okay. Wonderful. From this rabbit. Paralyzing Velocity. So you can't outrun them. Yes. So that's what makes them more dangerous than the Hulk Otter. I am not. You can't outrun them. I'm not throwing carrots to the next uh, rabbit I see. Or maybe you should. Maybe that would distract. Maybe, yeah. Uh, if I see them in a pack of 30, I will throw them one way and run the other way. I guess, I guess the question would be, did you bring enough for everybody? Right. The 30-plus <laughs> velocirabbits that are going to be chasing you. Do you have enough carrots for all of them? 30-pack, hopefully. I don't know. Maybe they'll just fight over the one. Well, the... The good news is these these velocirabbits right now are chained uh, to desert landscapes only. Oh, good. Interesting. Good. So sorry, not Arizona. As, not as common. You don't uh, don't have to really worry about running into them unless you you choose to go out to the desert. If that's where your bunker is, then you know I keep an eye out. That's fair. That's fair. Wow. And they burrow. Do they still burrow like other rabbits do? They, they still burrow. Okay. Um, they they have, um, unlike the simple dens that, that they used to, the desert hare used to have, now that there's 30 to 50 per family, um, there's a massive underground network of, oh of dens and tunnels oh and, and different rooms. Like meerkats. Yeah. Exactly. Just building tunnels and stuff. My gosh. Yeah, I guess if I see any holes or any type of burrows, I'm going to try to go the other way then. 
Because there's either there's either Velocirabbits inside or yellow bellied lizards. Well, yellow spotted lizards. Those are neither of which you want to come across. Right. Exactly. All right. Well, so what's the uh, yeah. next animal of the ladder of death animals that you're bringing us today? Well, so this is actually my honorable mention, oh, and okay. thankfully, oh. it uh, it's not dangerous at all. Oh, good, um, thank goodness. Let's get some good news. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Some good news. Let's get some good news. <laughs> yes. So there have been reports of sightings of the purple people eater uh, oh. coming back around. Oh. I, now, I've heard of these. The PPEs. And I've heard a lot of kind of mixed tales, a lot of mixed uh, whatever. A lot of mixed tapes? What, I have heard a, lot, a few mixed tapes. I've made a couple mixed tapes, actually. Um, people eater. Started, what? What? <laughs> As far as the purple people eaters go, I'm not actually sure what to believe. So I'm really glad you're here to tell us what I can officially put down as as what these purple people eaters are. SOS has got his notepad ready. That's right, I do. Well, I have seen one with my own eyes. Okay, perfect. So I can tell you exactly what it looks like. Awesome. Um, contrary to its name, uh, they are yellow. Oh, but that's because they eat purple And they people. only... Yes. Well, actually, they only eat plants. Oh. oh, oh! well, that is nice. Vegetarians. Yeah, they think humans are gross. Oh, that's fair. We kind of are. Well, um, now, I will say that it's uh, it's not a pretty creature. Um, uh, stumbling across it, I was startled at first. It is six and a half to seven feet tall. Oh. And it had a uh, really awkward, shaggy mane and oversized flat teeth in a lipless mouth. So not something that... Uh, I wanted to photograph. It's not something you'd want to be walking down a dark alley and run into. Yeah, it sounds a little scary. Yeah. No. No, you would not assume that it was uh, harmless, but mm-hmm. but but it really is. So. Interesting. So yeah. what? It, I mean, they're back. Um, visually, do they look like ahead. people, or what do they look like? They do. They are. They're humanoid. They can speak. They are simple creatures, but they can speak, communicate with us, huh. and. Uh, this, this specific one told me um, that it was a purple people eater. That's how I discovered what it was. Sure, oh. they know their own species. That, that makes it easy. Yeah. That makes it easy. Yeah. Got confusing, you know, with it being yellow. And mm-hmm. he said uh, the whole reason that they, they developed that name is um, one of them had been spotted rolling around in a, a field of flowers that had a really strong purple dye. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And... That's kind of, you know, how humans are. Yeah, we and just, just assume because of how, exactly. And Makes humans, sense. you know, didn't ask any questions and saw this giant mouse and just assumed, well, this thing's people, so. Because <laughs> we always assume the worst. It's right. true. Well, it's true. We always assume the worst. And look at us. We all look like a bunch of dummies because it turns out they're pretty chill peeps. It's true. They are. They're, they're very kind creatures. Uh, they, they live in the forest in the north. And uh, I would I would only hope that if others run across them, they are kind to them because it's it's really one of the few creatures we have on our side. Sure, yeah, and I think that's a big important piece too. We should be befriending these, oh yeah, and working with them. And are do they are, do they just have like a steady diet of berries and leaves then, or, or what is what is their diet? They do love berries. Who doesn't love berries? They sure, taste sweet. They're uh, they're good. Now they do eat a lot of a lot of nuts and a lot of vegetables to get their protein. Of course, uh, I can't live just on berries. That's no, like that's eating true. dessert all the time. Can't, can't, can't live on berries alone. Can't. Yeah, it's gotta have some some nuts. Right. It's another veggies. apocalypse uh, a saying. That's right. We have around here. That's right. <laughs> you guys know your stuff. That's well, right. You know? well, we try. We don't know everything, which is why we have fantastic exactly. experts like yourself. We survived this long. We want to make sure we can help others survive with help from experts like you. Yes, and we are thankful that you're here to get the word out, to let the masses know how how things are out there. We appreciate that. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> now, moving on from the one piece of good news that we have. I'm glad that we had yeah. kind of that we, uh, intermission. That was a nice bridge. Get myself some popcorn, relax yes. a little bit, prepare myself for the horrible right. news that's to come. Good, 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 good. Now, this one um, is is next up on the scary level, but not necessarily for everybody. Okay. okay? They, they target certain people. 
These are the pterodactyls. Pero, like a, it used to be a parrot. Oh, okay. Oh. Perota- okay. Perodactyls. okay. Perodactyls. Got, Got it. Okay. okay. And the mutation has basically, yes, what I've witnessed is this mutation has basically devolved them back into their dinosaur ancestors. Oh, wow. Wonderful. So, it went backwards, but still yeah. made it more dangerous. Right. Essentially, yes. So we've now adapted the term parodactyl. Um, they have lost all feathers. Their wings have, um, they are now leather wings, mm-hmm. and they have scales covering their body. Wonderful. They are huge. Their wingspans are reaching up to eight feet across. Oh, good. wow. Good, good, good. Okay. So they're big. Yes. Uh, Twelve-inch long beaks that have two fangs at the very end. Huh. So they're like the new vampire. I was just going to say, like a vampire. Do they, do they have large talons? Very large talons. About, uh, I would say, you know, each one is probably the length of an average human index finger. My goodness. Okay. That's terrifying. Yeah. Hey, uh, That's Sly, would, you, would you describe mine as average, or would you say, where would you say my index fa- Since you're in the studio here with me. Extremely average. Oh, okay. Oh, that's, there we go. I could high-five one. You could. And then it would tear your flesh off, that's I imagine. That's very true. It'd be the last high-five I gave. I'm, you have to remember that their claw is the length of an index finger, that does not mean that the size of their actual foot oh, is the same size that's as a good point. That's a good point. Yeah. I guess that would be just They're a much claw. larger. That makes sense, yeah. Just like mm-hmm. hmm. Now, the reason I say that they're only dangerous to certain people is because right now we've heard rumors of a man from the East named Roland Roland, Roland, Roland. that has learned Roland. to... That's right. He's learned to train them, and he's made them available as hits for hire. Oh, my goodness. Interesting. Wow. Um, my sanitation so partner is He's got them contained. I'm sure there are many people out there going, rolling, rolling. Yeah, that's what easy to that remember. What was that phone number? Right. It's yeah, a, right. It's <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. We, we'll edit that out. That's fine. Yes, um, it is. It is a bit terrifying. I, I uh, had the unfortunate and also fortunate experience because it's how I uncovered them mm. of seeing one locally uh, take out a local garbage bin oh. and uh, haul them off. My goodness! Never be seen again. Holy cow! So now these these pterodactyls, they do they retain the ability. Uh, for speech, or are they have they devolved to the point where they no longer have that speech capability? Which is really, I know, not speech, they, they, but it's imitating noise. Mimicking? Yes. Yeah. They, I have not seen one able to mimic sounds. They just uh, basically do a lot of screeching. Right. Um, the only time that they don't make noise... Exactly. Yes, okay. and then right before, it's just a silent dive bomb. Wonderful. Bam! Sure. Right, into, right into your into your head and shoulders and knees and toes. You know, <laughs> they get everything. No, that makes sense. Now, that's good. That's good. Because, see, I was worried. When you asked that question, Sly, I was really nervous because I, I have to say, I, I think, honestly, as far as, like, animals attacking anyone... And granted, all of this kind of comes out of a, a more sci-fi sense, but the thing that kind of freaks me out the most is how human they can be without being human. Right. And so the idea of a creature being able to, like, mimic sounds to lure their prey oh in really freaks me out. Could you imagine? Pre-apocalypse, I saw this movie, Annihilation, which was terrible, keep in mind. Um, <laughs> but there was a bear that could mimic the screams of its, like, Oh my goodness. Some prey that it had gotten. It's like so, predator stuff. Yeah. Um, and it freaked me out. I thought. I remember that creature. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, I didn't, I don't know, I didn't really care for the movie personally. But the one thing that did really stick with me and really creeped me out after that was that bear and how it could it could do that. I and then obviously it. everybody comes running because they're like, oh, we got to go help our friend out. Something's wrong. Right. And then, and then boom, you're getting attacked and eaten by, by this creature. So yeah. I, t- I would say, you know, I'm actually kind of grateful 
that the pterodactyl isn't able to do this. And I'm going to hope oh, that I it agree. stays that way. Exactly. It doesn't continue to mutate into the, that capability. Yeah, hopefully it doesn't evolve from its devolved state and stay giant, deadly, and it can lure people in. That would exactly. Be, that'd be terrifying. I, I yes, I 100% agree with you. If that happens, I may have to quit my job as a conservationist because it might be too much for me. Exactly. That's it. I'm out. I mean, I'm amazed you're still out there with, with the stuff that you've described. That blows me away. Thank you. It's uh, it's hard some days. I can we don't get a lot of sleep out here. Yeah. I mean, not not a lot of. So how many uh, how many animals you got left? Just counting down to the top predator. Well, the pterodactyl actually brings me to our deadliest creature of oh, tonight. Now, obviously, I haven't gone through every creature that's out there. I've just tried to bring up the ones that are the most um, mo- the most likely that, that a person may run across just trying to live their day-to-day life. Oh, okay. Uh, so this is, this is the worst one. Okay, got it. And... This is the one that will probably get me on Sanitation Union's radar mm-hmm. because it is one of their creatures. They're called Night Sweepers. Night Creepers? Night Sweepers. 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 Like a broom. Mm. Interesting. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay, Night Sweepers. Now, what the Sanitation Union are using these creatures for is to attack those that are out past curfew or trespassing places that the sanitation union doesn't want them. Sure. Interesting. Interesting. Now, the reason that these are top on the list is they are essentially a trapdoor spider, but they are roughly the size of a mid-sized sedan. They have 10 legs, six pairs of eyes, and two sets of venomous fangs. This is, this, this is the part of the show where SOS takes a moment to openly cry and realize that with creatures like these out in the world, it's better to just stay home. Exactly. And just make a podcast. Take a moment to silently weep for, for humanity. For humanity, yes. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, Sly. Yeah. I, I really don't like spiders. I really don't. <laughs> I can't handle them so at normal size. I, uh, I heard Anthony had to come in and rescue uh, the other night when I heard a terrifying scream from your room. Yes. It, then, was a, it was a daddy long leg. And he ate it. <laughs> and he ate, well... He just picked it up and ate it like it was nothing. Well, what'd you... I mean, he's got a... Man's got to eat. A I'm not saying a man or a raccoon doesn't need to eat. I just was terrified at something so small and just with so many legs and eyes. Well, you know, having a raccoon on call like that you know, is, is, isn't all bad. So I think the moral of this, and obviously we'll let Rabbit Rachel explain more about this creature, but I think the moral of this is stay inside when you're supposed to stay inside. Agree. If the sanitation union sets a curfew, it is for your best yes, interest. To stay and inside. I cannot emphasize that enough to s- go inside and stay home. Yes, I'm sure if these things exist, uh, I have been told that Sanitation Union can neither confirm nor deny their existence. But if they do exist, I'm sure it is mainly just to keep all of us doing what we need to be doing um, and keeping all of us really safer in the long run. The only reason the boogeyman is under your bed or in your closet is because he is also respecting the curfew and right. not going out past when he's true. allowed to. Plus, he knows you need a good night's sleep. Also true. And he wants to ruin it. Yes, it is. Right. It is definitely only for the well-being and safety of all of us that mm-hmm. they have, you know, you know, turned to such drastic measures and i've definitely never seen with my own eyes them use these creatures against people that speak out against the sanitation union well, of course i've not. never seen that they're all about free speech free understanding you know I've, if anything the sanitation union is always calling people in to talk to them you know if, if they there's a misunderstanding um i mean let you know just just ask, you know, uh, Rusty Buckets. Mm, um, yeah. You know, I mean, I, you know, I, I heard they just really want to talk to him, and we haven't we haven't heard from him since. But I'm sure that's just a, coinc- a coincidence. You know, it's not a, a causation coming he, from correlation or anything. He's like that. been I busy just fixing himself up. You know. Yeah. Yeah. He's just you know he's 
really yeah. re being reeducated what the sanitation really yes. really is about. So that's a good word to use. I you know we can like the flag says you can trust the sanitation union. You can trust them, absolutely. Good. I'm glad we all agree. Yeah, absolutely. See, and <laughs> I don't think they'd come after Rabbit Rachel if she agreed. No, of course not. They wouldn't do that. No, they would probably reach out and just try to try to make things really you know make sure she understands what the sanitation union really is about. Make sure that they understand the sanitation union is for everyone's benefit. That's right. When they're in control, there's more peace. And as a local conservationist and field studies expert, Rachel is really benefiting right. the sanitation union by getting these new species exactly. that are being discovered and all these new mutations and, and categorizing it and noting right. it and all that stuff. So. If anything, I mean, she'd be too useful to be dead. Oh, absolutely. So if anything, they'll they'll pull her out of the field and make her a professor. Exactly. Comes with a raise well, here. Well, you know, one one can can dream high and and can only hope for the best. Exactly. That's what I do That's out right. here with Clint in our abandoned home that we're currently squatting in. Well, you, you know. know, a lot of squats going on out there. A lot of squats. Got to get your work. I will out. say that our our uh, our current uh, situation is is not the best. Um, this home that we are currently doing our squats in um, has wood paneling everywhere, and oh. for some reason thinks that that's acceptable. So, well, yeah. and, so uh, tacky. I mean, it's not acceptable. It's it's just not okay, even in these times. I know, even even in the the Corona apocalypse, there still should be some you know some decor that is just off limits, and I feel like wood paneling really should be. Yeah, I 100% agree. As a scientist, my goodness, yes, it's science. We're off topic got to get back to these night sweepers because they are so hard to detect and oh, that's sure. what makes them lethal mm. beyond the fact that they're the size of a car and are dangerous you know with all of their legs and eyes and fangs and beyond that uh the hardest part of detecting them is the fact that they live underground oh you know and they've got a, they've got a trap door that they you know, build is if a unsuspecting victim walks too close to it, they get a tremor on part of the web to let them know something's out there, and they just spring out and grab Snatch. Just like that. Wow. Just snatch them up. Well, I can definitely see why they're on the top of your list. you know. Yes. I mean, even 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 a Hulk otter wouldn't have time to, to change its size right. to match the size of something like this exactly. or, or increase it. It would just be... It would exactly. Oh. Terrifying. I am actively shuddering right he now. He is. He is. There's a wet spot underneath his chair. It's growing. <laughs> Anthony, grabbed the red mop. SOS, I can't blame you. I, once again, had that same reaction when I first spotted one of these creatures. You've taking, seen one in person. Uh, one of our unfortunate citizens that oh was just trying to get fruit. They were just trying to get some fruit. Oh, sure. And uh, it didn't work out well. Oh, man. I got. I, I took the fruit. I mean, he dropped the fruit. <laughs> he dropped it. Survival, the fruit go to waste. survival the fittest. The spider yeah. was already yeah. Yeah. feasting on its prey. Yeah, you might as The well, fruit was just sitting there. Might as well get something. Yeah. You don't need that fruit. No point in letting something go to waste. Exactly, yeah. You know, you can mourn later. Yeah. Gotta survive I mean, now. We're in the corona apocalypse. I have to do what I have to do, even as a scientist. Very That's right. That's right. Science needs you. And bupkis. Science needs you. And Clint. So, uh, so is it, now Clint. You said was was observing a group of the uh, narcotics. Yes, and uh, I I've been trying to keep an eye on him as we've done this interview. Um, I have lost him from my from my view. Oh. Um, give me just a second. Let me uh, get up and see where he's at here. Sure, absolutely. Clint, Mr. Butkus, Clint. Okay, we might have a problem. What's going on? Um, well, it appears that he uh, he went into the basement of the house, and we hadn't cleared the basement yet. And oh. uh, yes, narcotics love dark areas. It's mm-hmm. it's very calming for them, and that's ten that tends to be where they spend the day. And I'm I'm very concerned that he went down there alone. Um, he's a little bit uh, rambunctious, and and you know tends to sometimes do things without. Checking in with someone to make sure that he's safe. That Clint. That's so, kind of an uh, amateur move. Yeah. Yes. Um, hmm. 
Let me just take one step down. Can't quite see. Clint? Clint, you there? Oh, no. Okay, hold on. Let me get my flashlight out. Oh, no. Oh, my God. You guys, I, I, I think I'm going to have to go. I think nope. I'm going to have to go. Clint, 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 oh, no, Clint are you okay? Are you, is that Rachel? Is she? Oh. Okay. Oh. Well, I guess that's... Uh, she She must have had to run out of there. Yeah, I'm sure she heard of there just had quick. to get out of there. You know? Yeah, it sounded like a little bit of a dire situation. I'm sure I'm our sure. sanitation union will go ahead and check in on, yeah, on that. Yeah, they're we'll going to probably in. send out some specialists. We'll location, yeah. Yeah, so. no, definitely. Uh, probably some elites. Yeah. I'm you know, sure they're going to send out the best of the best. That's what they would do in, in a tragic situation like that. Or not tragic. Well, <laughs> we <yeah. don't> know. <laughs> I'm sure they're fine. I'm sure they're probably fine. Yeah, that sounded who knows? fine. Yeah, I'm sure they're just... All yeah. good. I'm sure they're not allergic to the to the no. narcotics. Right. I mean, they're scientists. They're professionals. They're prepared. Yeah, yeah. They so. probably got, like, the shots, right. like EpiPens mm-hmm. or something. Definitely. I don't know. I have my EpiPen. That's true. Yeah. So... I'm allergic to bees. Yes, the bees. Which hopefully haven't mutated. Not not the bees. Not the bees. Do you like jazz? <laughs> <laughs> yes, that bee. That particular bee is they the like one I'm jazz. allergic to. Yes. Just that one. <laughs> um, I'm allergic to the Bee Gees. The Bee Gees. Anytime yeah. someone starts singing Staying Alive, I just break out in hives. Oh, I was just about to, but to be honest, that actually would probably go under copyright and we'd get in trouble for it. That's probably true. We do not own the rights to that name of that song. We do not, unfortunately. We own no rights. We barely own the rights to ourselves, let's be honest. Yeah. Thankfully, Apocalypse Bros. wasn't taken. That's true. So, so well, um, shoot. Uh, we've never really had... Well, that's not entirely true. I suppose when, when we had Rusty Buckets on, he kind of uh, uh, conked out after a moment. Um, but I'm sure, again, it's okay. Rusty Buckets is okay. I'm yeah. pretty sure he's still out there somewhere. Um, sanitation union Probably. told us they their explicit words were don't worry about it that's what they told us so i'm assuming that means he's fine he's alive he's out there somewhere like we said getting re-educated i'm sure rabid rachel and clinton bupkis are are fine they're out there they're doing a-okay they're just getting out of a bad situation and who knows maybe it was a good thing that that they're they're leaving in such haste because it sounded like the house that they were stuck in just was really kind of tacky with the uh, with the wood paneling that they had talked about. So checks out. It's probably for the best that they're escaping. Right. They're leaving. Yes. Not that like anything. Anything. Bad right. No. That they're so I'm sure not. Nothing yeah. ever happens bad in the to wild. scientists. Right. They're fine. That's why they're scientists. That's right. They Off know. limits. The creatures smart. know they're all fine. Yeah, that's right. They have like a protective right. science shield. It's like we're just them. here to study you, not to scare you. Or that's right. You. That's so. right. Anyway. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, uh, no, you go ahead. You, I, go. you know, I got. We actually have some merch to send out to them. Oh yes, uh, of course. And I'm sure they'll need them. Yeah, it sounds so like. So we it. have we uh, Anthony found these old nets. Uh, they were used for fishing. Uh, most of the holes have been patched up by Anthony. Um, he completed his raccoon scouts. So he was very, uh, uh, he he knows very many knots and how to tie them and how to make them stay. So he's he's repaired them as best as he can, and we were going to send them out to him. We figured they could be good in in capturing anything to study. So send out out a couple of those knots uh, that are colored with our our logo on them. Awesome. Awesome. So we're all obviously very proud of Anthony for finishing this. We are. His scouts, his you know, and scouts. sure he, yeah, we are very proud of him. Uh, his parents were there, from what I hear, um, pictures, you know, that he holds very dear to his uh, raccoon chest. Mm-hmm. And he got a patch. Chest. Yes, he did get a patch. Oh, that's he why he wears that patch. That's how he got there. That's true. Yeah. He also has raccoon tattoos. Now, granted, these are all patches that he personally scrounged up and made for himself. Right. But, obviously, you also have to prove what exactly. they represent. So. But anyways, yes, Proud Nets. Nets. So yeah, they got some nets. You know, they can use to catch animals that are they to eat, catch uh, the ones that they're you know wanting to um, study. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever whatever case might be. So we'll send those out, um, get them to them wherever they may be in the vast wasteland of Corona Apocalypse Land. Absolutely. So 
That's that's fantastic. I feel like that's one of the more useful. Well, we did give out the the Heelys. That's true. We did give out the Heelys. But I got to say that a net for people that are researching creatures, that's probably one of the most oh, useful yeah. gifts that we've given out. Honestly. Yeah, I, I really try to hone in on what the the guest could use. So I feel like that was really the the number one thing mm-hmm. that they could really use right now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, especially right now. Right. Two nets yeah. for two alive, chased healthy people. Cat- being chased by narcotics. So... Um, now, normally this would be the part of the show where Sly and I give you guys some sort of survival tip or DIY, but to be honest, this whole episode has been about survival tips. It really has been. It's been about what not to do, what to do, basically. Um, you know, the bigger you get, the bigger the otter's going to get. So there's no point in getting, becoming, you know, try to look like you're bigger for otters, you know, mm-hmm. stay small. Um, in fact, the smaller you look, it's right. probably the better. Exactly. Curl up into a little ball. Maybe it'll, it'll turn into a little ball as well. And then mm-hmm. right before they get to it, get big again. You know, yeah, that's right. Whatever. You, you got to smack them or exactly. run or Become whatever. Become creative when you're out there. That's really the, the best advice we can give you today. Yeah. So yeah. take that and run with it. So so take this, the otherwise stats yes. that we got from the fantastic uh, local conservation and field studies expert, exactly. Rabbit Rachel. Mm-hmm. Take those stats of those creatures that we've been talking about. Um Keep them in mind. Exactly. Make up some strategies beforehand because preparedness always breeds... Is there a saying to this? Is, it, there, like, is there a full... Ver- I feel preparedness like breeds survival. Sure. Success, survival. Survivor, yes. Yeah. And that is. same... They're synonymous in the wasteland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're going to survive successfully. Right. The longer you survive, the way the more successful that has been. That's right. So. That's right. So, again... Listen over the monsters, write down what they are capable of, what their weakness might be, come up with some weaknesses, whatever the case. Test some stuff out, shoot it over to us. If you see any interesting creatures out there in the wasteland, let us know in the comments and uh, or whatever it is through whatever you're listening to. You can exactly shoot us up a message. Holla at your boys. Holla at your boys on social media. We're working on getting a live number so you can call in you know, That's and, right. and contact us. There's uh, a live Q&A for you. Anthony's, Anthony's working on that. That's true. That's right. Um, so, yeah, hit us up with that or you know put, put some questions together. And the next time that we do a Q&A episode, you can hit us up in there. Um, get your cues ready. You get your cues ready for our A's. That's all right. Because we're going to put our A's in your Q's. We're going to put our A's hard in your Q's. We're and coming at you hard with our A's. You're going to love it. I love it. It's going to be amazing. I love, 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 love it. I love, love it. Yeah. So, <laughs> thank you all for listening. Again, make sure you like, comment, subscribe, whatever the case. Follow us on whatever you're you're hit able that, to get in. Hit on, that download button. Leave us some, right. Leave us some good reviews. If we were good, if we weren't good, lie and leave us some good reviews. Anyway. That's right. And make sure to tell us about your post-apocalyptic yes. experiences. We, we, we need that. We want to know what's going on out in the world. Because so we've got others. a pretty limited... You know, exactly. I mean, we see what's around our bunker. We call people in. We meet people. Thanks right. to Anthony, There's he exactly. finds a lot of people. So. He is. He's a friendly raccoon. Absolutely. When he wants to be. Steals some things here and there, well, but otherwise know. he's friendly. So again, who, who really owns what? You know, yeah, it's such right. a relative term in the apocalypse. Yeah, it kind of is. It's like socialism. Yes, socialism. but we're not going to get into that. Sharing is caring. Sharing is caring. When I take it, when I take it from you and give to whoever I want, you know, and, it, and that happens. Usually myself. That's right. I need it more it's than like you. Robin Hood, but yes, right into my right. mouth. Robbing the hood. That's right. <laughs> apocalypse hood. So again, thank you all for listening. This has been the, the Apocalypse, apocalypse Bros. Bros.